Hello, everyone. We are back. It's been a while. Yes, sir. Episode 40 with Zach Friesen, and we actually have no guests today. It's just me and Luke, right, baby? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's do this. Anyways, uh, yeah, this is episode 41 of the Mars Hill Sports Podcast. Today, we're going to be going through a couple cool things. Of course, we have our regular segments. We got our cereal rankings. Very exciting one. We got chip flavors, so stay tuned for that. Uh, We also have our worst of the week, a couple other things. And then our meat of the episode, I guess you could say, is our NBA and NHL player stocks, which we'll get to later. But first, Luke, how you doing, my man? I've been doing pretty good. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done this, but I'm pumped to, to be back and looking forward to this one. Good, good, yeah. That's that's unreal. So let's hear worst of the week. Let's get right at it. Yeah. So I guess it worst didn't of happen. the last couple weeks, really. Yeah. 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 Um, this past week has been really good, but I guess the other week, I had one incident. Is it a work story plants. again? Come on, man. It's like a it's like a side work story, like Ooh. a second job kind of wow. story. So it's like skip the plants. Uh, skip the yeah. plants is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Door dash so, plant version. Pretty much. <laughs> and uh, I'm at this one house in the middle of, of Burnaby and it's a, an apartment complex and I check the address. Okay, I'm at the right place. Okay. Uh, and keep in mind, this place has four stories. Uh, and so I go up, like I can't get into the building. The buzzer code doesn't work. So I like call the the person. I'm like, hey, like the buzzer code isn't working. What I'm just gonna let you know, it's gonna be kind of difficult for me to get into the building. She's like, okay, no problem. Um, and someone like eventually comes along, lets me in, and I go up to the floor, and then I get to the door, knock, no answer. I'm like, okay, that that's fine. I guess she's busy or whatever. So I go take a picture just to make sure that it's delivered and everything, and then I go back, and then I'm like, oh crap, like the the elevator was pretty shoddy like people were saying like i can't get back down so i decided to take their the stairwell and i double checked to make sure that the door unlocks uh, from like the inside so then i can get out normally and so as soon as i close the door i like go back downstairs and <laughs> sure enough <laughs> the door is locked and um I'm, I'm locked in the stairwell and so i end up calling the lady Hey, I'm I'm so sorry, but I accidentally locked myself in the stairwell. Is there any way you can you can let me in? And she's like, Yeah, go up to the 11th floor. And I'm just I'm just frozen at this point because there's four floors in this building. She's asking oh me to go up to gosh. the 11th, and I'm just having a huge bro moment, and I'm just low key starting to panic. I'm like, Yeah, I can this feel is scary, dude. Little... This sounds like the start of a serial killer movie. Like this is the intro kill, you know? Like, yeah. It's like innocent plant delivery guy gets absolutely murked by four-story building without expecting it. You were just going, minding your own business. You're delivering plants, and all of a sudden, 11th floor, she's sending you to Kingdom Come. That's what yeah. she's saying. Yeah. So, jeez, man. Oh, okay, yeah. It was, it was, Sorry, I interrupted. It was kind of scary. No, no, all good. And so... I'm just thinking, what the heck do I do? And so I look on the back of each door in the stairwell. There's a phone number for the building manager. I'm like, hey, thank goodness. I'm going to call the building manager and see if they can let me in. 
I call them a building manager. They're not the nicest person. I'm like, hi, I'm really sorry. I'm not I'm not a tenant, but I'm just here delivering plants. Is there any way you can let me in? Phone call so we could have tossed it in for like the conclusion of the podcast. No music, just this. (laughs) Yeah, and then he's like, Oh, just just keep walking down the stairs. Thanks. Bye. I'm like, oh, okay, so I just keep walking down. Now I'm like in a dungeon kind of thing. Like it's just brick wall. It's just drippy pipes. I'm you, man. Literally and, exactly and, what I said like two minutes ago. That's happening. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is the end. And so I turn around and there's the emergency exit door. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. I just jog and push it open. I'm outside. I'm like, well, I have the wrong address. So then I end up calling my boss, end up calling the lady back. She ended up giving the wrong address for the sheet like she actually lived there but she just wanted it delivered at another place because that's then her dad or whoever would have just picked it up and so i was like okay well there's no big deal if the plant gets stolen damn so So, here's the thing though is moral well what you need to remember about this moment is you escaped near death because she gave you the wrong address on purpose so that would happen and you you running out, you calling the building manager saved your life, no matter how, um, I guess, rude, to put it nicely, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter how rude he was to you. So Yeah, he saved my life. Yeah, he, he actually did. I, Indirectly, yeah. you don't know it, but, like, you kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. As, uh, I, as I reflect back on it, he definitely saved my life, because I probably would have starved, would have, yeah, starved to death. Yeah, probably could have gone murdered. Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think she gave you the wrong address on purpose, so then she could meet you in the stairwell, yeah, with a gun or something, and then that's game yeah. over. Oh, Goodbye, yeah. Luke. That I guess been... we gotta go hire yeah. a new sports editor. Yeah, and a new co-host, but uh, yeah. I'm still standing. So yeah, plant delivery gone wrong, but I dig it. That's a that's a pr- that's probably the best worst of the week we've had so far yeah like that that's yeah, a good it? story man yeah i like that <laughs> and as soon as i was like walking away back to back to the truck i was like this will be a good verse of the week yeah let's go <laughs> that's hype that's hype yeah good there you go i love so, it i so love it it's kind of wor- it's kind of worth it then but what was your worst of the week worst of the couple past weeks okay so i'm not in vancouver sorry i'm not in ladner British Columbia right now. Okay. If you don't know what Ladner is, just a small little uh, farm town, I guess, in the city of Delta, about half hour away from Vancouver. I'm on a work trip building a running track in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan right now. I've been <laughs> Moose Jaw. <laughs> I've been Moose Jaw right now. I've been here for a week. Why are you yeah. in Moose Jaw? Because I'm making good money. So here we go. The worst of the week. And just like, this is like, like I, I'm i sorry to anyone here who, who's listening to this who's from Moose Jaw. Um, or anyone who's like, hey, I like Moose Jaw. I, I, like, this is not my kind of place whatsoever. <laughs> the most exciting thing I've seen so far is like, you know, the giant moose. You know how there's like the yeah. big moose in Moose Jaw? I'm pretty sure it's like the biggest moose in the world. So the moose, I don't know who decided to put this on the moose, but if you look at the moose from behind, 
you see like nuts hanging off a moose and it's like a part of the sculpture like it's not like someone nailed those up there but like they're there so that's been like the best part of this trip just every time i drive by it's right across from my hotel i can see it from my window so pretty funny but the worst part of the week i mean i worked 15 hours yesterday straight like i'm just here to make money yeah it was 7 a.m till 10 30 why what are you doing for work uh, I'm 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 building running tracks. Okay. Yeah. So out in Moose Jaw. Out in Moose Jaw because Dang. there's not many companies in Western Canada that do it. So we kind of go all over the place. Uh, generally, we're in the Lower Mainland, <laughs> but like once or twice, or maybe even like three times a summer, our company like goes somewhere. So I uh, <laughs> I knew I was gonna make money. So I'm like. I got to pay for this tuition somehow and uh, make yeah. up some of the ground I lost on like getting a job and such and not making wow. much money um, for a while there. But I mean, it's not the most exciting place in the world. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, yeah. The drive was pretty painful. 17 hours. We stayed the night in medicine <laughs> hat. Medicine hat. Wouldn't recommend it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, Man. I like because like I have not traveled Canada very well. I've been to Ottawa, I've been to Calgary when I yeah. was really young, and that's basically it. And I've been to Edmonton. I've been okay. Um, and I liked, I liked Ottawa. I liked Ed. Like I actually loved Ottawa. Ottawa's dope. Um, yeah. I like Edmonton, and Calgary. I was really young, but I did like it from what I remember, and from what I've heard, Calgary's a great I, city. Yeah. So. Uh, and obviously Vancouver, greatest city in the world. Um, but I like, I don't know. I'm not crazy about like these random places and like, we're driving through medicine hat. We're stopping at a gas station in swift current, Saskatchewan. And I'm like, where am I right now? It's like, there's not a single mountain in sight except for the drive. Once you hit uh, like Golden, British Columbia, and Banff and Jasper, that kind of stuff, that's cool. So that was a that was a fun part of the drive for sure. <laughs> um, dude, this is it's it's not my place. No, not at all. So yeah, I didn't tell Luke before the show that I was in Moose Jaw, and that's partly why we haven't recorded in a while mm-hmm. because I'm working such long days and this is my first day off since i've gotten here and i got here last sunday so yeah yeah no eventually when you go through the prairies everything is just starting to look the same and definitely becomes pretty mundane quickly 100 percent. especially i found that especially once i passed like (laughs) Like, once you hit Alberta, wow. like, like, central, more central Alberta. A week's been, a week's way too long. Yeah, but I'm going to be here that's for, kind of like, poor. a couple more weeks. So, yeah, that's a good worst of the week as well. Yeah, I'm going to be here for a couple more weeks. So, like, that thought is the worst of the, the month, I guess, hey? Anyways, I think that's it for my worst of the week. Should we get on to nice. a couple headlines in sports? Let's do it. Okay, yeah, cool. I'm done. I got a couple for us here. So... First things first, we got to talk about the return, and you just know what I'm talking about. Like we now yeah. we know, now Finally. we know everything's happening, right? MLB's coming back, 
they are figuring it out here. 60 game season. Uh, Rob Manfred is Mm -hmm. the commissioner in sports. Yada, yada, yada. I mean, teams aren't going to be restricted to one site like the NBA Orlando bubble or NHL host city situation. Instead, it's like there's like travel. Oh, interesting. What's that? That's interesting because I I didn't know that. I thought they would be like concentrated to one area. No, yeah, it's like that. Like people are like players are going to be traveling, uh, but I think it. To my knowledge, it is like restricted by like divisions, and um, I think like con like ALNL and mm. like a lot more regional things. So like ALNL mm-hmm. teams can play each other. As long as they're like close, so like Chicago White Sox, yeah. Chicago Cubs, they could play each other easy. Yeah, New York Yankees, Mets, same deal, right? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Rob Manfred kind of screwed the whole thing because he didn't consult players really at all, talking about like the sixty-game return. No. And there's a whole lot of that that I just haven't even dug into uh, because, yeah. I just I, I don't need the negative news these days. No, I, I'm just trying to be happy. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but, yeah, and yeah. I just saw like back and forth of like, oh, the MLBPA didn't agree to this. The MLB Not didn't agree to this. Back and back and forth. So yeah. it's good yeah, exactly. that it's coming back finally. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm not as much of a baseball guy as I used to be. I still love it, and I keep up. Uh, pretty yeah. loosely but uh a lot of this like covid league stuff i've actually been really out of so um yeah yeah what else do we got i guess we have the nba and nhl they're on similar timetables and it is now official mm-hmm. nba commissioner Adam silver has stated that unless like significant spread of the coronavirus happens in the orlando site yeah then that's the only thing that'll cancel this season. So that's awesome. Wow. I know some yeah. players are pretty, especially in the NBA, are very skeptical on coming back mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons. Um, yeah. Personally, I mean, I just want to see basketball and I want to see the best players play. I know Kyrie yeah. Irving is kind of doing his thing, leading the charge of the leading the charge of the Rebels. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's not like he was going to play anyways because of his injury. So, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So, and yeah, he was out for a lot of the season anyways. Oh, 100%. Like, he barely, yeah, like, he didn't really play that much. So, yeah. Yeah. Next season, that next Stupid team will be gross once they're playing together. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, season's going to be starting on july 30th nhl starts july 29th with the start of the um little play-in tournament that they've scheduled how the nba is going to do it is every single team invited to back to orlando so i believe that it's yeah it's 22 teams Mm -hmm. all those teams are going to be playing eight games that's going to finish off the regular season basically and then it's a normal playoffs from there. So yeah, man, I'm really nice. excited and uh, yeah. it's going to be nice. The The headliners, like the first game on yeah. the 
on the on the radars for the NBA, the two first games are Utah Jazz and New Orleans, which is fun just because we get to see Zion. Yeah. And I mean, Utah's an interesting the young interesting core. Case. What's that? Yeah. No, just the just the young core of the Pelicans. Yeah, and then 100%. the Jazz are a really fun team to watch this season as well. Yeah, they're interesting. It's gonna be a bit yeah, interesting yeah. them not having Bogdanovich in the lineup because he had a right, season-ending right. like hand or wrist surgery, which sucks because he was writing mm-hmm. it up for them. But I guess Joe Ingles is gonna have to kind of step into that role. So, which yeah. he, I think he can do. So. And then the Clippers-Lakers is the same night. And I, that's yeah. where my attention is focused because we all know oh, that's yeah. going to be the Western totally. Conference final. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly. gonna be, it's going to be so good to have it back as well. Absolute banger. So, yeah. the, the seeding, I don't know if you've looked at it too much. Could you see it changing at all in the NBA? I mean, I mean, I th- the whole play-in situation, um, yeah. with the the eight seed, but yeah. I mean, there's also like the possibility that, like, let's say Philadelphia hops Indiana and Miami, or Miami even drops to the six seed in the East, and yeah. then in the West after the Lakers really it's up for grabs like i don't see the clippers dropping lower than a three seed at the yeah. at the most and that's even really questionable whether they do that but yeah mm-hmm. yeah man i'm, I'm excited what mm. do you think i think well i think you know within this the west especially i think there can definitely be a lot of switches among the seedings as well i think the lakers are pretty safe at the yeah. number one spot, but I think like kind of everything else, it could, I could definitely see some fluctuation with there. And then the East, I don't know. I feel like there could be some surprises because the Heat beat the Bucks twice this season already. So you just never know of like results like that. Uh, totally. Uh, yeah. So I so good I think against the Bucks. Other than that, yeah. Yeah. And I think other than that, for the East wise, it's kind of the only thing I could. I could see perhaps just, you know, like a kind of a dark horse team creeping up a couple more spots, whether it's the Heat or, or the Pacers, 76ers especially as well, because they've been kind of a little bit disappointing uh-huh. to their standards this season. So we'll see if they can improve on that. Yeah, most definitely. Anyways, we're going to get back into some good old NBA conversation in a bit. But I'm excited for today's serial rankings. So Luke brought up yeah. the topic. What do we got? Uh, we're just we're gonna be doing something kind of casual. We're gonna be ranking chip flavors. Um, Love it. So I'm I'm excited for this. I'm I'm a pretty big chip ad uh, addict, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, I, I am one of my too. favorite snacks as well. It's the easiest, right? Yeah. Like you can't go wrong, ever. No. So. No. Yeah, man. Awesome. Let's get it. So. Yeah, right up, right off the bat at, at number five, uh, I have all dressing, just something casual. Um, something Are you like a Ruffles can... all dress guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. And yeah, Ruffles all dress is a play for sure. Yeah, I don't know any other all dressed chips that do it better than 
than Ruffles, but Ruffles is pretty good, and they're yeah. all dressed. Chips, just a solid crunch. Just, um, I I really like the the chip structure as well. It's solid. Um, yeah. And the little yeah ripples, ruffles, whatever you want to call them, the waves. Um, yeah. I I quite ruffles. enjoy them. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a big ruffles wavy kind of guy. Yeah. It's to play. I dig that. Great pick, Luke. You're not getting and bullied right now. No, not not yeah. No. Uh, we'll we'll see. <laughs> um. So at number four, I have. I have um oh shoot I messed that up okay at number four I have ketchup flavored I actually okay. really like ketchup flavored yeah. chips some people hate uh, it some people love it I like I like it yeah yeah and yeah I I really enjoy them um the Lay's ketchup is probably where it's at for me ooh dude you uh, gotta try the President's Choice wavy loaded ketchup ones oh seriously yeah those are like the best ketchup chips in the game okay. you gotta try those no a lot kidding. of people haven't tried them yeah because yeah. they see president's choice and they're like Ugh, yeah like, exactly no it's gonna brand. be like classic like uh like whatever you know yeah. like it's not a chip brand it's a everything brand you know True. but they killed it i'm just yeah. saying you gotta tr- you gotta go try that yeah okay good to know but yeah. yeah i really like the i really like ketchup flavor and yeah as you said it can be not everybody's favorite chip but it's definitely there for me and right. I, I don't have much else to say other than ketchup it's a pretty unique flavor though Oh, 100%. And are you a big ketchup guy outside of the chips? Not really. No. I'm okay, a big mustard either. guy. Okay. But I'm mu- like I'm like a bit of an I'm like a bit of an everything guy. Chipotle yeah. mayo is where I'm like, okay, chipotle mayo could like yeah. that's the it's the the greatest common condiment you can get. Yeah. But totally. Ketchup, I, I I'm not big on it, man. Like I don't even yeah. eat it with my fries really and, okay uh, yeah some people are like you're you're whack and i understand yeah. that like that's a bit whack i know oh, i i understand that um for me it depends like on the type of fry if it's more of a like a salty fry then yeah i'll definitely have some ketchup with that you know okay. to help tone down the saltiness but yeah, you, you cut the salt like mcdonald's yeah. fries yeah mcdonald's fries would be really good with ketchup just um yeah just anything any type of fry that's a bit more salty than usual I'd have ketchup with, but that's about it for me. Yeah, I think my thing with ketchup is it kind of like, it, if anything, I just feel like it takes away from everything. Like it's such a dominating flavor. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that's a that's a that's a good call. You're not getting bullied right now. All right, that, good to know. Okay. Um, and so at number two. This is number three. Oh, no, number three. Oh, pardon me. Um, number three, I have Doritos Nacho Cheese um Ooh, just interesting just the original the red original? bag what uh wow, there's so many good doritos out there i'm surprised yeah. you chose this one yeah i i'm a big original guy um huh. I, I really like the nacho cheese flavor it's it's good the iconic triangle um, you can just one bite it every time i quite enjoy that about a chip and then when you get like a nicely like folded over one that hits a bit different as well for me um yeah honestly doritos doritos is probably one of the most consistent chip brands there is 100 um like their flavors are always like really good yes um, you know they they're consistent uh, really good quality as well um and the thing the thing that i can also measure this ranking on is can i eat 
like a big bag of this in one sitting or do I need like a little bag kind of yeah. thing and for me like the old dressing is like I can't eat a big bag of those but like a little bag perfect size for me however right. Doritos almost like any flavor of Doritos plus any size of bag it'll it's mine it'll yeah. be gone um, okay and then at number two you're I have also another lucky beauty. you're lucky that Zach wasn't here because Zach would have made so much fun of you for that we should have Zach on for every cereal ranking. Yeah, that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you're um, good. Sorry to so interrupt I, there. So no, no worries. At number two, I have another Doritos flavor. Um, this one is just arguably just definitely better. The original Doritos It's Doritos Sweet Chili. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great call. Yeah. So it's, I, it's amazing. Yeah. These are these chips are to die for. Honestly. Yeah. You know, because when you say you go into Sev and you get a blue Gatorade, this is kind of similar to me. I will always, like, right. I'll almost always get sweet chili Doritos if I'm going for a bag of chips in so, a convenience store. So what about your sure. number one then? Like, is that like, like, is that like a rare, is this a rare type of chip we're talking here? No. Um, number one is, is Miss Vicky's salt, salt and vinegar chips. Okay, yeah. Um, just I've I've grown up on these. Uh, um, almost every pool party at my granny's house, we have these. It's attaching those positive memories to this chip. It's it brings back so many good memories of the, of the summer of of high school because I'd bring them in my lunch. Like I would have these. I would I've probably eaten like close to I would say a hundred thousand individual Miss Vicky salt and vinegar chips throughout my lifetime. I've ingested a lot yeah. of these boys and yeah. it's a common it's, chip. Yeah. Right. Like Very every, common. every party you're going to go to, totally. it's going to have a, a bag of Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar yeah. kicking around somewhere. So that's a good call. Luke. Yeah. I mean, I'm always going to look, I, like I kind of look for like whatever you had that might be a bit wax. I'm going to say, yeah. Your Doritos call, I'm not proud of you, but yeah, uh, I mean, you kind of redeemed yourself because you had sweet chili as the best Doritos. Oh, yeah. ever. So, totally. you know what? You passed this time. Awesome. And I guess you're you're kind of like, what are you, two for four? I, I think, think you're so. two for four. You're, you're, batting, yeah. you're batting 500 here, so it's all yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I didn't convert on the chocolate bar one. I got roasted yeah, yeah. super hard. Hey, speaking of chocolate bars, I actually tried a Big Turk. What'd you think? It, it was really Let's good, go. actually. Let's yeah. go. It is, is it really in your good. list? Oh, I'm not too sure if it would be in my list, just because I've had the one. But it was like, it was, you're right, it was unlike anything else. I was like, okay, this is this is so weird. Like, why does this Loki taste really good? <laughs> I'm just like trying to figure it out. Yeah, it was. It's the best thing. I'm so happy. Yeah. Zach Reason, you're listening? Get wrecked, mate. Checkmate. <laughs> Checkmate, Zach. Yeah. Anyways, um, any honorable mentions before I get going here? Mm, honestly, no. No, no okay. I had these five pretty... You were pretty set. Yeah. Because I have like three or four honorable mentions. Okay. Like, like I got a lot. I got a lot I'd, bag here. I'd love to hear them. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get right at it then. Um. Mm. Number five, Flaming Hot Cheetos slash Jalapeno Cheetos. I couldn't decide on which one I like more. 
Okay. I don't eat. I don't get these super often. I think I give yeah. the edge to the jalapeno because there's less spice. Yeah. Like I'm a big spice guy, but flaming hot, it's like a bit like it's all spice, right? I see. Yeah. And like I like the balance, right? Like I want to yeah. mix the flavors. Yeah. I don't get Cheetos often because there's just like a degeneracy with loving Cheetos that I don't want to I don't want to cross that bridge. Yeah. But um yeah, jalapeno Cheetos. I'll, I'll, I'll ride with jalapeno. Those are good. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what, a really good choice. Thank you. It's interesting because I didn't, I honestly didn't consider Cheetos to be chips. So I was. Yeah, I mean, they, they're always in the chips aisle. That's how yeah, I see it. Yeah, that's you know? true. Okay. Like anything that's going to be in the chips aisle, yeah. like, yeah, that's that's kind of where I go. I'm not going to put popcorn in there, though. Not popcorn. Yeah. Okay. So. That's good. Um, I got number four here. You ready? Yeah. Give it to me. So I don't know if you've had these. Uh, hard bite, wild onion and yogurt. Oh, so okay. Miss I've Vicky, had hard bite before, yeah. Yeah. Miss so, Vicky's does a similar flavor, but yeah. I actually like the hard bite one more. I don't know why. Okay. I just did. It's just good. Like it's a chill, okay. chill chip. You yeah. know, it's got like, like it's not like I find like sour cream and onion chips can mm. be caked in flavor so much that it like yeah. bothers me sometimes mm. so the good thing with these chips or like the miss vicky's ones because miss vicky's in my head they own the chip game like i yeah. love miss vicky's for sure like i've never had a bag of miss vicky's and i'm like this is kind of bad you know yeah, yeah. like everything's <laughs> gonna be good yeah um hard bite is it like makes a similar it's like a kettle chip kind of so yeah. i mean it's just a solid chip. Like I, I, have, I have. That's all I can say. It, the flavor is a bit more low key, which is nice. Like, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the art of the potato more than the art of the flavoring at this point. Yeah. So. And kettle so, chips are are really good as well. Just as yeah. like a structure, a foundation to build upon. Kettle yeah. chips are awesome to do that. Exactly. They're the satisfying crunch, but it's not like too crunchy that like your gums are gonna be all messed up and stuff. Like yeah. you're kind of you're you're feeling good. Yeah, it's like you can still you can hear the crunch, but you can hear the TV at the same time. That's such a good take, Luke. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like you, you might get bonus marks on this one, man. Oh yes, please. Let's go. No, no. Well done, Luke. Yeah, I'm impressed. Uh, wow. This is like a prodigal son. It's like you you wandered off. You yeah. told me you like you told me you like red Gatorade and per, light. Per, full Gatorade, the purple rain stuff. And now you're back. And it's good yeah. to have you here, man. I love a good redemption arc. Yeah. Yeah. Like you left me when you said sugar crisp. I've never had it. I'm just gonna say because it's like who who's like sugar crisp is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're back. I'm back. Happy for you, man. It's good to have right. you back. It's yeah. good to be back. Back in Moose Jaw. Anyways, um <laughs> number three. I'm back on the Miss Vicky's, and I got bag right here with me, Miss Vicky's jalapeno. Nice. Uh, it's just a classic. I'm actually going to open them up right now, and yes. I'm going to have a chip. How about that, hey? Miss Vicky's sponsor us. Yeah, honestly. Shout out Miss Vicky's. Hit yeah. us up. We'll do ad reads for you. I'll eat chips on the show every time. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. Too. Okay, fat. Whatever. <laughs> um, so... I just had a chip. It's fresh in my mouth. I'm going to be able to talk this up real nice. Yeah. 
Miss Vicky's jalapeno has a bit more of like a noticeable seasoning. Mm. There's a lot of miss of a lot of chips out there that go for kind of a strictly spicy chip. But Miss Vicky's, what I like about the jalapeno chip is that it's obviously there's no other flavoring that it talks about. Like it's just called the jalapeno chip. Yeah. But it has almost like I don't even know how to explain it. This like other kind of like seasoning that goes into it that just adds a whole nother element. So it's like mm-hmm. a great amount of kick. Like honestly, one of the perfect spice levels yeah. in the chip game right now is Miss Vicky's jalapeno. And on top of that, it ta- it has a great taste. It's got the Miss Vicky's, like we're saying, the kettle. Yeah. Tasty. I'm a big fan. What do you think of Miss Vicky's jalapeno? I'm gonna have to another. Be honest, I've actually never tried them. I think they're one of the few. Yeah, I I think it's because my family like isn't big into spice, especially my dad, and he's probably the biggest chip cheap cheap chip eater in the family. Easy, slow down. And uh, (laughs) and with that, I think he mostly picks the chips for us. Mm. So whatever he brings home, we'll get. And he's never brought home jalapeno, but I might have to go out and get myself a bag to try. There you go. Well, yeah, I, I would highly recommend it. Number two, same number two as you, Doritos Sweet Chili Heat. Let's go. The kills, it's amazing. Yeah. I don't need. I don't think we need to talk about it anymore. No. It's, it's got the nice Doritos nacho. Like, so there's something satisfying with biting through the nacho. Yeah. Especially the Doritos nacho because it's like an easy crunch through. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say my honorable mentions before I go to the okay. one. Okay. Keep Let's you on the it. edge of your seat here. Yeah. Um, honorable mentions, Kettle Brand, Honey Dijon, great chip, okay. try that. Okay. Um, I didn't put this in my list, it's a common snack Yeah. that I, I like to indulge in, regular ruffles, mm-hmm. low salt with hell of a good French onion dip. Oh. It's a play, but yeah. because it needs the dip for it to True. be in my top five, I was like, I'm yeah. going to say it as an honorable mention. Yeah. And it's a great call. I got like yeah, a bunch fair. of guys in my apartment hooked on it this year. That's awesome. I was saucing out hell of a good, yeah. like it wasn't anything. So <laughs> I was basically a hell of a good dealer. Anyways, um, I tossed in Ruffles All Dressed, Miss Vicky's Salt yeah. and Vinegar. My problem with Miss Vicky's Salt and Vinegar is you can't, I if you have too much the next day, your tongue is like a sour patch. It's like Sour Patch Kids aftermath, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I then, suppose. yeah, and then my, but I, I love it. Like it's mm-hmm. such a such a good chip, and I'm not a salt and vinegar guy unless it's that. So okay, yeah, yeah. Because um, the then, the thing the thing for me with like what leaves my mouth sour patch kids type is the Lay's salt and vinegar, not the not the Miss Vicky's I feel for like me. Any any salt and vinegar chip is I gonna see. do that to you. So yeah. and maybe your 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 tongue is more accustomed to getting Perhaps. rated by. Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar. Yeah. So, um, and then my last honorable mention is Doritos Cool Ranch. That's nice. an underrated chip, man. Yeah. Underrated. Super underrated. And like, it's like, it's always like people sleep on it, you know? Like, it's yeah. always passed over. So, yeah. Like, Doritos Cool Ranch is the Damian Lillard of, <laughs> is the Damian oh, yeah. Lillard of, of the <laughs> chip game. Yeah. So, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Number one. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. 
It's another Miss Vicky's chip. Oh, okay. Miss Vicky's sweet chili and sour cream, the dark yeah. blue. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. It's so good. It's, it's a my staple. Favorite chip. Yeah, it, it really is. And it's funny because it's always like, like you're at Costco, the big bags are in front of you. And the dilemma is because there's always two types of the Miss Vicky's ones. It's mm-hmm. always do I get salt and vinegar or do I get the sweet chili sour cream? Green and, pill or blue pill? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. You're on fire today, man. <laughs> like, you really, you, you know what? This is like, man, like, if you ever get into some sort of Hall of Fame of something, yeah. Like, this is going to be, like, your highlight package. <laughs> this, like, this is, like, going to be, like, the pinnacle. And, like, on June 28th, 2020, Luke yeah. did the impossible. He didn't <laughs> screw up a serial ranking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um, love how, like, we we belittle you for your food opinions so much on this. Well, it's really just me and yeah. really just Zach who came on and roasted you really yeah. powery. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, man. So anyways, that's that's all I got for my sewer ranking. Very well Luke, you're you are on fire. This is your yeah, best sewer ranking ever. Keep up the good work. Thanks. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks. I'm actually proud of me too. I good. You know, I was kinda nervous. I'm like, oh no, like salt and vinegar, <laughs> like I gotta get I just... <laughs> It's gonna happen again, man. Yeah. No, you're good. Salt and vinegar, it's a great chip. Anyways, yeah. um the meat of today's episode mm-hmm. is since the NBA and NHL are coming back and it's a high stakes time of the year here. Yeah. We're gonna go through this thing uh that is like often mentioned in like the pro sports world. It's like would you buy stock in this player? Mm. So think of it like this way. You invest in a player, let's say, at the start of an NBA playoffs yeah. or at the start of an NBA regular season. For example, like the year Pascal Siakam won most improved. If mm-hmm. you five bucks down on Pascal Siakam at the start of that year, your investment grows a ton because yeah. public perception on him winning the most improved player award. Um, going on to win a championship at the end of the season skyrockets that's a huge that's a great investment there's no better investment but uh, we're gonna do this for the nba and nhl as they head into the most high stakes time of any sporting season so all right um i'll kick us off here with uh well how about we start with nba and then we'll go nhl after sounds good cool so how we did this is Luke and I have $50 and you have to invest $25 in one guy, $15 in another and $10 in your third guy. Mm. So I'm going to start us off. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you my $10 guy. And that okay. $10 guy is who I assume is somewhere in a lot of people's lists. I'm going to go with Damian Lillard. So I made a huge mistake here, and I said Damian Lillard instead of the guy I meant to say and who I proceeded to go talk about for that entire span. Um, so my pick is actually Zion Williamson for my $10 pick. So let's just pretend the Damian Lillard thing never happened. 
enjoy the rest of the episode. Solid. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I I decided with all of my $10 picks to be really like, this is where I can get a bit risky. Mm-hmm. $25 pick, it's like who I'm banking on to win an NBA title. Yeah. $15, like, can you, this guy's going to like have like one or two big series where he yeah. might like actually kind of like he might carry or in my case, you're going to find out later. I'll explain it. But anyways, uh, yeah, I think Zion and the Pelicans, while they are young and they do have Portland and Memphis in the way, they have the easiest schedule out of all the teams that are fighting for a playoff spot. Actually, I think they have the easiest remaining schedule. Yeah, they have the easiest remaining schedule in the league. They're very close to... Philadelphia. Philadelphia also yeah. has a really easy schedule. So, yeah. Um, New Orleans, a very young roster. Once Zion came into the fold, team looks so good. Brandon Ingram looking like a most improved player of the year candidate. Adding mm-hmm. guys like J.J. Redick as great. Like, J.J. Redick is going to benefit any team in today's NBA. Yeah. Um, and he's the my, one of my favorite podcasters. Go check out yeah. JJ Redick podcast. It's awesome. Um, and then Drew Holiday is one of the best, totally best perimeter defenders in today's NBA. Yeah. So, and he's had a really good season as well. Hundred percent. He's so. been like awesome. Yeah. For the last couple of years. So yeah. personally, I think Zion has a lot of opportunity here to really grow in the public eye, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, just surprise a bunch of people. He was looking really good once. Like, the the gravity the guy has on the basketball court is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, people, it's, like, not to the extent of Giannis, but, like, people have to collapse in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they have such good shooters, like a Brandon Ingram, like a J.J. Redick on the perimeter that people have to worry about it. So... That's my pick, my $10 pick. I want to hear your $10 NBA pick. Let's hear it. My $10 pick is Bam Adebayo. Okay, um, that's a great pick. He's had yeah, such a fantastic season. I've become okay. a big fan of him just in general. And right. Most improved player. Yeah, because yeah. that's kind of what I was basing my 10 to $15 picks on was like, who do I think could, could I see as most improved right. player of the season? And then... Right. At the same time, Bam has a really good support around him. Just like a super interesting team. I The Heat were like one of the most interesting teams this season for me. My favorite team in the NBA to watch. Yeah. They were they're, just... They're so fun. Yeah. Just, yeah, uber fun. Um, and I actually think they can come pretty high and go pretty far in these playoffs. Because they also have the bench as well. Yeah. They have a solid bench squad. Much, and yeah. Like Tyler Hero coming off the bench. Yeah. Goran Dragic, who yeah. I know people are like always oh, washed up, and Kendrick Nunn's way better. But yeah. Goran Dragic is still good, man. He's a yeah. vet. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, so many good players coming off that bench. Yeah, so that yeah. that would be my ten dollar pick, and I think he can lock down pretty much almost any big guy, big man in the in the league today. So mm-hmm. I agree, and he's done a really good uh, good job against Giannis, and that's why <laughs> he was my fifteen dollar pick. Nice. Bam out of bio, yeah. $15. Nice. So this is how I see it. Um, I think Philadelphia 
is going to uh, get up into that five seed. I think Indiana is going to drop a seed, mm. mostly because Philadelphia has a really easy schedule. Um, yeah. There's no, I there are some questions with the home away court thing, but I think they'll be all right. They're just playing yeah. basketball, and yeah. there isn't as much distraction if that's the thing. I've heard that Joel Embiid is working out pretty hard, which he doesn't do enough. Yeah. And if Joel Embiid comes back in shape, I think um, they're going to do well in that. Another problem, too, with that, though, is my BAM had a biopic could suffer as a result of that. But here's what I see happening. I see BAM playing like, like he's such a good defender. And yeah. He's also a very integral piece in that Miami Heat offense as a lot like a facilitator, a bit of a rim runner. He yeah. can play on the pick and roll pretty well. He's so mobile. Um, sure. But what I see with this is I see Bam locking up Joel Embiid, maybe not locking him up, but mm-hmm. stunting Joel Embiid. The Heat were so good against the 76ers this season. They yeah. won series, the season series 3-1. And then going on to the next round, I think that the that the that the Heat are going to end up matching up with the Bucs, and I think they're going to beat the Bucs. Mm. Because I think Bam is so good against Giannis. He held him to 18 points one game this yeah. season, and that's nuts. That doesn't, that doesn't really happen too often. There are a few guys in the NBA who can step up to the plate and defend mm-hmm. Giannis that well. And this yeah. is a guy who has won two games against Giannis this season already. And I wouldn't be too surprised if he goes for another. So I think Bam Adebayo is going to be riding to at least a conference final. And his stock yeah. and public perception is going to skyrocket. So sure. I agree with you wholeheartedly on your $10 yeah. pick. Let's hear your yeah. $15 pick. My my $15 pick is another big man. Um, but this one is honestly like a bit more risky for me now that I've realized it, but it's Nikola Jokic. Uh. Um, just because I'm going back, back to last season and how good of a playoffs he had. Yeah. And how good he was against the Blazers. Because that Nuggets-Blazers series was seriously like one of the best playoff series, I thought, of, so good. of last year. Yeah, it was just an incredible series. He played super well. Um, and although he hasn't like played his best, I feel, this regular season, I still think he, he definitely has something to prove in these playoffs. He's still and, such a good player, even when, yeah. he's not, like, when he's not playing his best, best basketball. Like, he was still yeah. far and above the most. Yeah, totally. And he's just such a unique player. Um, Yeah. And I really think he can turn it on in in the playoffs as well and hopefully guide his team to, you know, who who knows, maybe a conference final, but at least a conference semifinal at the very least. But I I would agree. I think that Nuggets team is shaping up to definitely win a a series. Yeah. uh, No matter who they play really in yeah. that first round. Cause we know they're not going to play the Lakers and the Clippers. And mm-hmm. I think the nuggets are one really good piece away from being in that conversation. For sure. And they're also a couple years out. Like Jokic is still young. Yeah. And They've got Murray as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So. 
I think Jamal Murray would be such an awesome, like, number three or number four option on a team. But I think as a number two option, especially offensively, Mm -hmm. that draws some concerns for me. Um, Like, I I get a bit concerned when I hear that Will Barton and Jamal Murray are the next two options in an NBA offense that's going to be... making it to an NBA finals one day. I don't see mm-hmm. that there's going to have to be like Michael Porter jr. Does he step up? Cause I think that's one guy I would consider that's the riskiest uh, stock you can buy mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Sure. Um, it, I think a lot of the nuggets future does hinge on that, but getting back on topic here, Jokic who has lost a lot of weight and he actually was mm-hmm. diagnosed with COVID a couple yeah. days ago. He's asymptomatic. He's doing all right. Um. Yeah, I I, I like the pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if I swapped Bam and Jokic as the fifteen and the ten, then I think. I mean, yeah, like I think there's just more opportunity in the East for things to happen. Whereas, yeah. like, I see a path where, where here here's what I'll say: Bam, yeah. the the Bam pick for both of us has a. Yeah. Uh, it has a really low floor because they could they could just get knocked out in the first yeah. round of the playoffs and who knows they could drop a seed or two and yeah. then get knocked out like that 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 would destroy our investment right yeah but um the ceiling on that is very high like there's i'm sorry to i have a friend uh sam park he's a big nuggets fan but I'm telling you, there's no way the Nuggets make the finals as long as the Lakers and yeah. the Clippers are the teams that they are right now. For sure. Um, and on the other hand, I think Miami has, like, obviously it's a long shot because I, mm-hmm. I, I'm scared if they run to Boston. And yeah. I'm just already scared if they run to Philadelphia, Toronto, Milwaukee. Yeah. But... I don't know. I think there's there there is like this strange chance that Miami goes to the final and the finals. And I do want to see that because they're so fun to watch. So yeah. maybe that's a bit of a biased perspective, just wanting pure enjoyment. But yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I knew it was pretty risky with, with Jokic going into it, but I'm a big fan of him to begin with. I had him on fantasy and totally. all that stuff. So I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna ride with him. Even yeah. if his investment drops a couple bucks. So totally. One more thing about Jokic too is just watching the Nuggets play offense when he's on the court. Yeah. Is just it's a thing of beauty. The ball moves so well. It really when is. He's on the court, and that when he's not on the court, it's just not the same. Which is a bit scary. Yeah. It raises concern for me. So he's like the world's biggest quarterback, essentially. One hundred percent. Like a seven foot Tom Brady who's a bit <laughs> chubby. Yeah. Except it's dude pure entertainment. Slim right now. You should see these photos. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take a look, look up look up Nikola Jokic skinny. You'll find it. <laughs> so anyways, um is that all you got for uh your Jokic pick? Yep, that's all I got. Okay, cool. Uh I'm gonna go with my Dollar twenty-five, so twenty-five right. bucks. I got twenty-five bucks on Kawhi Leonard. I think the LA Clippers are going to win it all. They, mm. in my opinion, match up 
way too well against the Lakers. And for me, in my perspective, I know a lot of people are like, don't sleep on the East, but I'm going to sleep on the East right now in front of your eyes because (laughs) let's be real here, the Lakers or the Clippers are winning the playoffs. I really doubt that Milwaukee's going to pull it out. I don't think they have a well-rounded enough roster. I don't think they have a reliable enough Sorry, I, I think they. I think Chris Middleton's a good enough number two now, but yeah. I mean after that, it would have been nice to have a Malcolm Brogdon this season. That's all I'm saying. Because we yeah. saw Malcolm Brogdon played really well in Indiana, and if I'm a Bucks fan, I'm pretty jealous. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, I was debating because yeah. No, I think at the beginning of the season, I I had a feeling that the Clippers would would take it all. Yeah. Because yeah, just their their squad, it's almost like the Heat's, but just on steroids. Because they have a super good bench as well. They have incredible defense, really good offense. <laughs> so, no, that's a really good pick, I think. Yeah, I mean, I I just straight up, I do just think that. The Lakers, they just don't match up well enough. I think there's too many guys on the Clippers who can do something, yeah. especially when it comes to LeBron. Yeah. And then on the other hand, I don't see that as much with the Lakers because, mm. I mean, you have Anthony Davis, who's yeah. going to be the third best player on that court. And mm-hmm. it's just it's just tough because they yeah bottom line they just don't have the depth and Clippers we've seen them in the regular season outplay those Lakers teams yeah. except for that last that last game on uh, I believe it was March eighth yeah I got yeah. March eighth so yeah that was a good game and mm-hmm. LeBron he was kind of turning the narrative of MVP on Giannis's head there but. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think Kawhi Leonard, Clippers, they're winning it all. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going to be kind of controversial. I'm going with Anthony Davis, actually. Okay. Um, And I think I'm basing this on the fact that even though I think the Clippers will win, I'm basing it on just me, like, really hoping that the Western Conference Final will probably go to seven, is what I think. Yeah, just I think it will. overall, it's, it's it just will. Like yeah, like without knowing, it just will. Yeah, <laughs> like like I'd be I'd be disappointed if the Clippers won in six, kind of, because this is like the type of like hype, the type of storyline that is just everything is written for it to actually go into a seventh game, and I think that's where you know I think Anthony Davis can really pull something out. Um, yeah. and we've seen it from all season, his whole career, just him like just absolutely carrying his teams and what about lebron though i was yeah <laughs> and i was debating going back and forth between davis and antetokounmpo but at the end of the day i'd i want to put my money on davis just because I, he's young he has something to prove but he's also got lebron but at the end of the day i think he would be kind of the x factor in and he's got more that, to prove yeah that's the biggest thing I see. Like, he's got way more to prove, right? So, well, 
Yeah, that'd be my $25 pick. If they if they end up winning, if the Lakers end up winning, which I mm. like, honestly, that's what I want to happen because I'm yeah. LeBron James is my boy. Um, yeah. If the Lakers end up winning it all, I think this does so much for Anthony Davis's career. So I understand, like, b- like based on this, like, I'm in quotations our little investment idea. Yeah. It's like there's, I think there's a lot of opportunity for growth, whereas we've seen. LeBron mm-hmm. do it before. Yeah. Now, though, I would only push back on that saying that mm-hmm. AD's going to be the number two. Yeah. If they win. Yeah. Unless he has a crazy <laughs> yeah. playoffs, uh, LeBron's going to end up winning that finals MVP if they win it all. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's a good yeah. pick. Good investment opportunities mm-hmm. here, folks. Yeah. So, who, without. Like, I didn't prepare this at all. Who's one guy you would stay away from? Mm. I think off the... Mm. Okay, two come to mind for me. Um, One is Paul George. And the other is James Harden. Just... And the thing with Paul George is because he had the injury... Yeah, this year and he, he hasn't been the same. Yeah, he just isn't the same as, as last season. And I mean, Harden, I think it's just the same same thing with him again. Um, mm. Like, he's still, like, an incredible player, but I don't see them getting into the conference finals. Yeah. Um, even if they match up against the Lakers or the Clippers, I think. Yeah, because especially if they're running small ball and they run into the Lakers, like... Anthony Davis going to score 40, maybe. Okay. And then you've got LeBron matching up against everybody as well. Yeah. He's going to have a triple-double every game. Yeah, probably. But, but, okay. yeah, I those are two that I probably wouldn't want to invest in. Interesting. Yeah. How about you? Um, also, one thing I'm realizing, I'm pretty sure for my $10 investment, I said Damian Lillard. And yeah. then started talking about Zion Williamson. Right. <laughs> it, like, I meant to say Zion Williamson. So, I'm going to edit that later and say, <laughs> I'm going to say Zion Williamson. But, um, <laughs> so if it, if it sounds funny there, that's what explained. That's that's the explanation. I don't know why. <laughs> Zion Williamson is here in front of my eyes his, on the list. Um, but I, I think I said something about Damian Lillard earlier, and I was thinking about him. Uh, and I did consider putting him on this list mm-hmm. for similar reasons as Zion. But yeah. um, guys, I wanted to stay away from. Whew. Donovan Mitchell is a big one for me. Mm. I think Donovan Mitchell, I love him. I used to be a lot higher on him, and I think a lot of people yeah. were. So, yeah. I, I just I just stay away from him, mostly because I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen with that Jazz team. Yeah. I really don't know if they're going to make it out of a playoff series. So, yeah. Another yeah. guy I stay away from hard is Victor Oladipo. Anyone who says that he's going to come back and be Victor Oladipo that we saw a couple years ago before his injury no. is wrong. I think this guy might have had a career-altering injury, going to be completely honest here. Like, we didn't get much time with him after he yeah. got hurt, but it's not even close. And that Pacers team yeah. doesn't 
they they look a lot worse with him on the court now because I mean he's starting <laughs> to try I mean he he's trying to hit his stride here yeah. right which is fair he's got to do his thing but yeah I'm not into it so no yeah and I completely forgot Oladipo was back and I just kind of assumed that he would have a reduced role as well so uh-huh. so before we get into our nhl player stocks we're gonna go talk about the nhl draft lottery which happened the other day and what a surprising little spiel here hey luke yeah uh, <laughs> tell him tyler yeah I'll, I'll tell him so i'm gonna go from eight to one the order uh buffalo man tough situation in buffalo New Jersey picking seventh. Uh, Anaheim is going to be picking six. Ottawa, their own pick, is going to be five. Detroit gets fleeced because that's the worst hockey team I've seen in a while. They got the fourth <laughs> overall pick. And then, surprisingly, Ottawa, courtesy of uh, San Jose, has a third overall pick. And then number two pick is the LA Kings. And, of course, number one. To be announced team, one of the losers of the play-in rounds for the NHL here. So mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about like scenarios after yeah. we. After, I want to hear your first thoughts. So, like, what do you think of that? Like, I the, like my first reaction is like, poor Detroit man. Like they got fleeced. Yeah. Ottawa won yeah. this. They have yeah. a third and fifth pick. That's nice. Yeah, they can really build a good foundation there, but. I mean, Detroit's also had, like, 25 years of playoff contention. So, I yeah. mean, and I can't, you know, it's, like, one one bad year and one, you know, bad luck draft for 25 years of, you know, pretty solid playoff contention. I would I would take that. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I, yeah, poor Detroit. But it seems like that happens kind of often in hockey as well, where, like, the number one odds seems to just drop out of the sky um, right and then someone like edmonton just keeps getting the number one pick every year like i wouldn't be surprised if edmonton got it this year because that's yeah so i i was thinking because i'm thinking about young cores here right yeah i could really see like there being some major conspiracy behind this because i think i could see the nhl kind of starting to move into like putting these guys in better situations, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah. Honestly, man, like the first teams that popped into my head that make a lot of sense. Yeah. Are of course the Oilers. Yeah. If, if Alexis Lafreniere, and if you don't know who Le- Le- Alexis Lafreniere is, this is one of the biggest, arguably the biggest hockey prospect, NHL prospect we've seen since mcdavid mcdavid yeah yeah like i think you could toss matthews into the mix a little bit and we've mm-hmm. seen matthews produce at an elite rate he's one of the best players in the nhl today but i could really see the oilers fleecing this again yeah. i mean great situation with this young core that includes two top five players in the nhl in dry yeah. and mcdavid <laughs> another team that makes sense I'm not being biased here, but think about Alexis Lafreniere playing alongside Quinn Hughes and oh yeah, and uh, Elias Pettersson, Brock Besser, Bo Horvat, 
tons of guys, you name it. The silly Pud Colson coming up, Jacob Markstrom, Thatcher Demko, great goaltending mm-hmm. tandem. Yeah, I wouldn't be too surprised if that's like one of the conspiracy teams because Vancouver would become a dynasty and Vancouver's already shaping up to be a perennial playoff team and that would push them over the top in the next five years for sure yeah i agree Um, another team i thought about obviously toronto because it's toronto Mm. and yeah stir some league controversy maybe we see uh, a big move go out of toronto and maybe some uh, insider (laughs) trading helping them out with their cap (laughs) issues too um And then, yeah, that was pretty much it. And then, obviously, I think you got to toss New York in there as well because New York is a huge market, and that yeah. would do wonders for the league. So, who could you see? Um, Winnipeg Jets. I wish. No, I. I almost want to say just for the meme, it would be Edmonton, just because yeah. oh, it's like number one pick after number one pick, uh-huh. um, kind of thing. But the Edmonton and Vancouver, I think Vancouver especially that would be just incredible for them because i think yeah we're definitely on the brink of something really good and if we got a prospect as hot as lafreniere that'd be that'd be sick um, yeah 100 so and all potential teams that could like not do as well in the playoffs but i but i like, mean i yeah there's no way nashville like or like there's no way Nashville or the New York Islanders or yeah. let's say the Columbus Blue Jackets or the hey actually Montreal Canadiens actually that's that's another team just because the market yeah. but you know what I'm saying yeah there's just no way so many of these teams there's no way so yeah. um yeah you got anything to speak on the lottery for or we're good no I ju- I was like just so confused when. It was like, oh, no team actually got the first pick just yet. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was really confused. And then once, but yeah. So, yeah, that's fair. Anyways, um, let's get on to our NHL player stocks here. So, yeah. I started on the NBA ones. I want to hear your NHL player stock. Who yeah. you got first? So ten dollars. So ten dollars, I'm going Jordan Bennington. Um, okay. Because I think the goalie is super essential to a hockey's playoff to a hockey team's of playoff course. run. Yeah, we and saw we saw Jordan him do, do so exactly well last that. season. Yeah. yeah, and so I just I wouldn't be surprised if he if he did it again. Because uh, yeah, Blues number one number one seed in the West, and I think they can go really deep in the playoffs as well um and they have jordan bennington to hopefully lead them the way maybe a bit risky but as a safe bet as at the same time i'd go i'd go bennington okay that's fair Mm -hmm. i dig it um i'm taking a similar avenue as you i'm going with a goalie and i'm going with sergey bobrovsky oh yeah so bobrovsky had such a bad year in florida Mm -hmm. and it like it was pretty hard to watch because you yeah. just saw him get that massive contract from the Panthers and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's not playing nearly up to the standard that no. he should have been. So in a sense, we've never seen Bobrovsky's stock this low. Yeah. 
at least since his like oh, rise yeah. to superstardom in Columbus. Yeah. So I think Florida has like the blueprint to be such a good NHL team. Yeah. Barkov, Huberdo, um, you have Keith Yandel, you have yeah. Mike Hoffman, you have Aaron Eckblad, who's a solid shutdown defenseman. For sure. And so many other guys who are great NHL pros. Mm-hmm. And if anything, I think Bobrovsky was the piece that Florida was really hoping was going to be what pushed them over the top, especially after yeah. they went out this offseason and tried to make big moves uh, in making strides towards success. Yeah. And yeah, I think Bobrovsky could really turn the NHL playoffs on its head. And that Florida team, when playing well, looks pretty scary to me. So. Mm-hmm. No, that's, I think, from investment standpoint, I think that's such a good take. Yeah. Just because his stock's already low. And he has, like, he has so much to prove now uh, with that new contract. So his stock is only, it can only go in one direction, basically, from here. So very smart investment. Thank you. That's Appreciate awesome. it. Um, Let's hear okay, it. Okay, for my $15 investment, um, I'm going pretty safe. I'm going dry sidle. Okay. Um, yeah, I, know, thought of, is, I thought about doing McDavid yeah. for my 15. And just Dreisaitl, he's had a super fantastic season. Um, and I think he can really, you know, guide this Edmonton team. Him and McDavid, probably easily the best one-two punch in the league right now. Um, and they, I think Edmonton can go pretty far, actually, yeah. in the playoffs, despite this is like their first like actual time in the playoffs with this like big, you know, big time squad. And I think mm-hmm. they can do, do really well. And I think they have a really good matchup in that first round. I know a lot yeah. of people are like, Oh, but it's Chicago. It's like, when's the last time <laughs> Chicago was actually good? Yeah. You know, like it's been a while. So, yeah. um, I like that take mm-hmm. a lot. I do. I, I thought about putting McDavid in mind. And yeah. we also can't forget that this Oilers team was playing some damn good hockey before yeah. this hiatus came, right? So, mm-hmm. um, okay, that's a good pick. I dig it. My $15 pick is Travis Konechny of the Philadelphia Flyers. This mm. was Konechny's big breakout year. If the NHL had a most improved player award, I think Konechny would definitely be in the running. Every time I stumbled across a Flyers game, I witnessed Travis Konechny buzz around the ice. Like, this guy is actually so underrated, man. Like, he's so sneaky good, so mm-hmm. fun to watch. He's mm-hmm. just a little guy. And th- what, how I see this happening is he's 5'10", 175 pounds. He got off to a really hard, hot start. And as the game slows down a lot of these smaller guys start to not phase out. Like Konechny was still Mm -hmm. putting up good numbers. He was almost a point per game this season. He had 24 goals, 37 assists. But the whole question is really just down to like, oh, well, does he have the longevity to keep taking these hits throughout the season? This guy has had a couple months off. He's going to be coming back. And I was listening to Spit and Chicklets um, the other day. Mm-hmm. which is a podcast done by Barstool Sports on hockey, uh, NHL, mm-hmm. NHL, uh, former NHL players. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they, what they were talking about is it's like 
the start of the NHL season is basically like a it's like pond hockey because it's all <laughs> skill. Like mm-hmm. the fast guys are dominating because they're all buzzing around the ice. And the slow guys who are supposed to be the enforcers, they can't touch these guys. So I think there's a world in which Travis Konechny helps this Philadelphia team who has locked up a good seed already in the NHL playoffs this year. I think he could push them past, um, push them into maybe even a conference final in the East there. Mm, so, yeah. yeah, that's my take. I think Travis Konechny is a, uh, uh, a low-key leader, offensive leader on that team. He's not mentioned enough, in my opinion. So, yeah. who do you got? Nice. Um, so, for my $25 uh, dollar pick, um, I feel like with hockey, and especially the playoffs, I feel like any pick is going to be kind of risky just because the team... You never know. Blow up, yeah. And it's we the most saw it with, with game in sports. Like, don't yeah. bet on home. And I, I love it. And okay. we saw it with Tampa Bay getting swept in the 100%. first round, President's Trophy winners. Yeah, one of the and, best teams we've seen of all time, like regular season. Yeah, best. yeah. Um, but I have to go for my twenty-five dollar pick, um, Pasternak, um, tied okay. for goals. Just been incredible this season and also on an incredible team but at the same time i feel like i'm taking a risk because what if boston just chokes and they get mm-hmm. swept or something like that they get knocked down the first round there goes my investment it gets yeah. blown up in, in my face but i just it's almost like i have to put this investment down on on passion act because at the same time i think boston either makes it to the finals or they get out in the first round there's like no in between for me really I think so, I feel yeah. Like Boston is like one of my biggest shoe wins past the first round. Because you also the, have to remember yeah. that they're probably going to be playing. I, I I would imagine that they're going to be at the lowest, the third seed. Yeah. In that top four of the East. And that would mean that they're probably going to be playing either a New York Rangers or a Carolina Hurricanes who have a lot of injuries and are kind of on a, they're in an interesting situation. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think, I think, I think Boston is such a, like, if I'm, if I'm going to put money down on who wins mm-hmm. the Stanley cup, Boston's up there. So, yeah, it's just the, it's, just the fact that, like, hey, we saw a President's Trophy team get knocked down in the first round. 100%. And we saw it last season. We've seen it in this sport more than any other sport. So I'm just, that's kind of in the back of my my head. I'm like, oh, you just, for me, you just may never know. But I agree. I think mm-hmm. Boston, at the end of the day, would probably get to the finals at least. I hope for yeah. my investment-wise. So. Yep. No, I feel that. Um, okay. That's a good pick. Mm-hmm. My $25 pick. Staying in the Eastern top four with you is Nikita Kucherov. Nice. Um, So similar reasoning with the way the start of the season played is played Mm -hmm. in comparison to playoffs. This playoffs is going to be surprisingly a lot. I think a lot quicker than we think. I think it's going to be like bodies are going to be less worn down. Guys are going to be buzzing around the ice. Like I said earlier and how I see it is do you remember when Virginia in March Madness a couple of years ago lost to UMBC? Yeah. The, the first time 
a one seed has ever been upset by a 16 seed. And that was yeah. crazy because that was the best college team in the nation. Right? Yeah. That Virginia team, like I had them in the finals Yeah. in my bracket. And then all of a sudden my bracket was busted. Right. Yeah. Like I've never seen a bracket be busted like that before. Mm-hmm. But I do think this thing I call the Virginia effect, mm. I think it's really real. And it's very obvious that yeah. that Tampa team struggled at the start of the season. And I think a large part of that is due to how much that bugged them. Yeah. Like, I think that have really gotten their heads. And this team was supposed to, like, they were expected to go win a Stanley Cup last year. Yeah. And now this year, they've really flown under the radar. Mm. And mm-hmm. I I think I think the cup's going to Tampa. Yeah. They have the best they have the best roster in the NHL. That's what we forget, right? Mm-hmm. They have the yeah. they have so many so many good players. Like it's actually out of this world how good they are. Nikita Kucherov is like the superstar that is like often slept on just because it's like, oh, he it's just a guy he plays around plays mm-hmm. with. And it's like of course when you play with Stammer and guys like Brain Point, and yeah. I like the cool. additions of like the Blake Coleman's, um, and guys like Victor Hedman, who might be the best defenseman in the NHL, and Ryan McDonough. There's mm-hmm. so many good pieces there, and who yeah. is often just labeled as a guy who it's only, only really is a byproduct of his surroundings. But I mean, you can't lead the NHL in scoring. I think he did it for two years mm-hmm. in a row there. Um, and be just like, it can't just be a product of who you're around. That's just no, totally, so, I think that's a really good pick. Yeah. I think, I think I'm just riding with Tampa. Like you'll yeah. notice that my NBA pick, my NHL pick, I'm riding with basically the best player on the team that I think is going to win it all. So yeah, yeah, man. And that's, I, that's safe. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like, I think Cooch more than Kawhi Leonard has an opportunity to really shift his career narrative. And so do guys like Steven Stamkos. Stammer's never won a cup. He's been around forever and he's played on some damn good teams. So yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. Really good. Anyways, what do you, what, what else, what else do you got for me? Do you, do you think that, uh, that there's a, a, another kind of guy that you would stay away from in this? Hmm. For ugh, NHL is just it's tough for it's me. It's crazy. Um, because at the same time, we could have like Pasternak or Cooch. They get one goal and two assists maybe yeah. in the playoffs. Um, uh-huh. but like something like that. For how would you start this one off first and see if I can get generate ideas from? Okay. Um. Hmm. I would stay away from probably Sebastian Ajo Mm. on the Carolina Hurricanes. I think New York is going to run them. I think Carolina had a really tough, just a tough, a tough, like, like they really got bit by the injury bug. Losing Dougie Hamilton Mm -hmm. really affected them. You could see that on the ice. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I would say Aho is one of those guys that I would not put money down on. Okay. Uh, and another guy I am skeptical on is um, I'm like not sure if I want to say it. I'm gonna say Taylor Hall. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think I, I just don't think Taylor Hall like I just don't think he has it really. Like, yeah, he won a Hart Trophy a couple years ago, but yeah, I just don't think like in Arizona, I don't think that that's just the the place for him to no, excel sure. and it's pretty obvious so he didn't play outstanding the team wasn't great while he was there and a lot of that was because of the darcy kemper injury that yeah kind of derailed them to a certain extent um but that's worrisome when you rely yeah. on goaltending so much right and you may go out and you make this huge trade and still the results have been that good at all so yeah yeah how about you uh i would all i'm gonna say just one name um miko rantanen oh okay. uh, and it's just because he had that massive injury mm-hmm. um but i i really like him as a player to be honest and yeah, me too. um it's kind of unfair because i'm just basing it solely off of the injury and i just don't know how well he may or may not have recovered but right i think that's just one thing for me to be concerned and why i wouldn't invest in him i just think everyone's forgotten about him all of a sudden so i think maybe like his stock would be really low and it wouldn't be a bad investment you know what i'm saying like he's had time to time off here now and stuff so yeah yeah who knows hopefully he goes and proves me wrong and exactly is the leading scorer in the playoffs so i i hope that but yeah you never know that's that's the thing like i mean remember that vegas san jose sharks playoff series last year mm-hmm. it's also one of yeah. the best series i've seen that game seven was wow i've never seen anything like it but yeah anyways i uh i don't really got any more i guess that's gonna wrap up this episode eh yeah yeah it was a really good time actually so yeah, it's good to be real. back at it yeah, I know. Luke and I were a bit rusty. We're saying we're we're a bit rusty, but um, yeah. hey, maybe once I'm back from Moose Jaw, we can uh, start doing some socially distanced uh, recordings in person since we live pretty close. I love other, that. Right? Yeah. Let's, let's get it. Let's get That'd it done. Sweet. Quality was, awesome. is going to skyrocket, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm All pumped. Right. Exactly. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap up episode 41 of the Mars Hill Sports Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Jones, signing off. How about you, Luke? Are you signing off? Yeah, I'm signing off as well. Until next time, Tyler. Until next time. Anyways, thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye for now.